Thank you very much. You know, somebody asked me a couple of days ago, why is it that you are not playing Christmas music on your radio show? And I didn't have a, a good answer for that. I hadn't even thought about it, to tell you the truth. But the um, but I came up with a, a, let's see, it's not an explanation. It's kind of like a cop-out. But uh, the name of the tune that you just heard a little bit of is Holiday for Strings. And, well, it's the holidays, right? Well, there we are. <laughs> you think anybody would buy that? Uh, some time ago, uh, someone called me up and wanted to know, talking about in, inside radio stuff, This uh, the, the station that I'm on most of the time, this is the big 870 WWL right now, but for many years I was on WSMB radio, which is the second oldest uh, station in the city, uh, second only to WWL, and they had a, a disc jockey who decided to become a talk show host, and he had, he was on the overnight shift on WSMB, and he played a song, and, and since that day, everybody has asked, what is that? What is that song? And a guy called me and asked me today. It's been a long time since I've been asked that question. And the, I finally remembered all of the, the answer to this. The name of the song is Night Train, which was perfect because this guy was on nothing but all night long, midnight till four, uh, 6 in the morning. And the uh, author of it and the, the uh, band that was best known for playing it was Ray Anthony, although uh, Duke Ellington uh, recorded it, and so did uh, so did uh, uh, the, the oh we plays music all the time. Uh, it'll come to me now. You see this 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 getting old stuff is for the birds. Two six zero one eight seventy is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you about anything. On Count Basie, thank you. That's the one I was trying to think of. He had, he did a ver- version of Night Train, too. Bet you that was a good one. Anyhow, um, we'd love to talk with you about uh, the food plans you have for the what's left of the holidays here. Where are you going? Are you going out to eat on New Year's Eve, or are you going to do it at home? Uh, well, you can share all of that with us to the extent that you want to. We'd love to hear from you about that. Also, uh, the matter of turtle soup came up last hour. There was a, a guy who wanted to know where he might be able to get a big pile of turtle soup to bring it somewhere. I, didn't, I forget the details now. And uh, the advice I gave is that, as far as I know, I haven't seen any turtles, turtle soup um, in containers lately. Uh, Commander's Palace was doing it for quite a while. Uh, I don't think I liked it all that much. I love the one in the restaurant itself, but if you put something in a can or a jar or, or a bottle and you come back to it and you expect it to be just like it was in the restaurant, mm, you're up for a, you know something that might be a little disappointing, let's say. So anyway, that's uh, answers to all of those questions. And then uh, uh, not long ago, someone called me and asked me what my favorite champagnes were. And I, I realize I, I drink champagne so seldom. Uh, usually when we're celebrating something or other, and my wife and I, and it seems like the right thing to have. But we uh, very rarely have more than, you know, one glass each. Somebody's got to drive, you know. So um, I found myself, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I haven't had champagne in a while. And I've, I've kind of let it slip out of my brain, uh, you know, which ones I like more than others. And I, I looked at a list and came up with a few of them. Uh, I'm always have, happy to have it. I'm, I'll bet you we have a few bottles of it here and there. 
because we're coming up on our 30th anniversary, uh, my wife and I, in the coming months. So, uh, But that doesn't do any, any good for anybody else listening to us. Uh, so I will ditch out of that and to escape it uh, like a, a scared animal. I will, <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, bring up the whole matter of Paran's Poor Boys. Paran's Poor Boys, which we have talked about earlier, is famous for the roast beef poor boy. And if you ask a guy who owns it, uh, it is one of those things that just they, 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 it has a life of its own, the roast beef poor boy there. Everybody wants them all the time, and with good reason. The main reason they are so good is that they make everything in-house. A lot of poor boy shops, they they get everything delivered. It's already done. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to make any gravy. They don't have to uh, even slice the meats. Everything is already done for them. And you know that's just not going to be as good as one that is made in-house with fresh ingredients on the spot and only within the last uh, few hours. And then you have a better, much better package. But there's more to... Um, more to brands, poor boys than uh, than that. The seafood side of their menu, for example, uh, is is pretty substantial. They do, uh, just to give you an example, one I particularly like is um, the the one that they make with with oysters or shrimp or even a soft shell crab when they're in season and affordable. And uh, they do that all the time over there, and it's uh, very generous. They fry the seafood to order too, and uh, you'll love it. It's Paran's Poor Boys with three locations around the area. They're original on 3939 Veterans Highway near Cleary. Then they opened one in Kenner on West Esplanade, not far from uh, Williams Boulevard, about three blocks. And most recently, new location, Uptown New Orleans on Britannia Street, right off of uh, the uh, right off of Upper Line, right on the corner there, pretty much, and uh, easy to see. It's a small place, but they have all the things that uh, Paran's Poor Boys has become famous for. Paran's Poor Boys, and uh, remember, your Paran is your godfather, Richard. hence the name. And Richard joins us over here on the blue phone. Richard. Hey, good Thank afternoon. I was just, yeah, I was just calling with my two cents on uh, preferred champagne. Uh, to follow up on the earlier caller. Yeah, I'd love um, to hear it. So uh, our go-to is the California version of Moet and Chandon, which is just simply called Chandon. And it's, uh, it's a great think- product, and that's a great place to go if you find yourself in the Napa wine country. Uh, that, they have a, a major league restaurant there, but they also uh, you know, will give you a tour of the place. It's very, very cool. It really is. I've been there yeah. twice. But now and that's, you know. of course, California, so it's not really champagne. It's just sparkling wine. Yeah. But if you limit yourself to champagne, uh, you mentioned the Grand Dame, which is the vintage of the non-vintage Veuve Clicquot, which yeah, everybody that, right. yeah. finds to be one of the most popular uh, if you limit to non-vintage. Yeah, yeah you're uh, right. I, 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 kind of I, I knew that. The non-vintage. Yeah. As, as that was coming out of my mouth, I said, wait a minute. This, this isn't uh, what he's asking for. So uh, thank you for straightening that out. If he's still listening, maybe that'll give him some input. Yeah. Yeah, just a straight ahead. Uh, uh, now I've forgotten it again. It's funny how the brain works. Uh, uh, the non-vintage Verve Clicquot. Verve Clicquot, and uh, 
Verb Clicquot, the lady herself, uh, she is uh, one of the most noteworthy people in the history of wine in general. But she's the person who invented the way that champagne is made nowadays. And that was uh, like 200 years ago. So uh, I never heard the story. Great. Oh, it, it uh, before she came along, champagne was cloudy and sweet. So and and the and the bubbly aspect of it was minor. And she figured out a way to do a second uh, a second uh, round of of development of the wine, and she did it by freezing the champagne in the neck. And then just letting all of the all of the cloudy stuff drip to the bottom, and then blow the top out, and you would get the champagne, and the junk would go over here. And uh, that was something she came up with. And she was, uh, you know, a lady back in those days. You, you wouldn't expect to completely take over and change the business of something like champagne, but she did. I mean, she really was something. It's, uh, there's probably a book written about her somewhere. Well, that's some great trivia. Yeah. yeah. Nice to well, yeah, I'm out. full of great trivia. Trivia. Uh, useless and knowledge, uh, you know, that's a little shorter supply. It costs extra. <laughs> well, well, thanks for calling. Uh, and Yeah, Happy New Year to you, and enjoy everything. The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We will come back with more of it in a moment after First Please This. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking and wine. Getting more people with uh, ideas about champagnes. I think we have one really good one coming up here. It's not a champagne, but it's uh, it's worth talking about in a minute. But when we get to that lady, I think it's a lady. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Claude is on hold. Claude, welcome to the food show. Well, hi. I enjoy your show. Uh, Thank you, you know, around town, it's really hard to find good comfort soul food: cornbread, mustard greens, sweet potatoes, and pork chops without it being too greasy. I was wondering if you had a couple of really good places you could point out to us for uh lunch coming this coming week well uh God, oh gee uh the, the one i was about to tell you uh is uh, uh dookie chase which is terrific it also has a national reputation and with all the people coming in for all kinds of things uh it's, it's pretty hard to get in at lunch every once in a while it's hard to get in there for lunch uh certainly when there's a lot of people in town and uh, that's what we have now. So let me move away from that. Another place I like a lot is uh, it's on the corner of Dauphine and and uh, Esplanade Avenue. Uh-huh. And, uh, and they, uh, they have uh, just a, a great collection of things. Their best appetizer, and it sounds really weird, but it's uh, chicken livers with this sweet and spicy sauce that you just... Ooh, that sounds even, good. You won't be able to stop eating it. And they do gumbos, and you know, they do red beans, and a lot of... As a matter of fact, they do something I don't see anywhere else, Crowder peas. I, I, I love Crowder wow. peas, and they're about the only ones that uh, that ever make it. And uh, mm-hmm. as, as usual, I've let myself get into a corner here and forgotten the... Uh, the uh, name of the place, which makes me more and more useless every day. But wait a minute. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna give you the, the – I just have to look it up is, is my problem. And uh, let's see. I'm just going to put down Esplanade. I, ca- I kind of threw back. you off subject there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, that's quite all right. Um, wait, this will only take me a second. I, I hope. Um, 
And we're coming up on it, I think, I hope. Uh, boy, it's amazing how many restaurants there are on Esplanade Avenue. Uh, I've run through so many of them here. Mm-hmm. Watch it has it ha- probably has a uh, an address on Dauphine, uh, but uh, wait a minute, it's um, pra- the Praline Connection. That's the name of it, the Praline really? Connection. They make their own pralines, and uh, mm-hmm. they're really great. And uh, and their food across the board. You mentioned soul food, you know, so f- soul food. The difference between soul food and Creole food is so small that it's ha- hardly worth talking about. Right. But right. but I think this one is one you would really like. Uh, the I'll give it a the, try. Uh, Praline connection. Yeah, you'll really like it. It's a small restaurant, but they serve very well. The the wait staff there, unless they've changed it lately, they were always wearing fedoras. <laughs> it's just always thought of a pretty cool thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. thanks a bunch. The, yeah, there you go. That's just a couple of them. I mean, you, in a city like this, we're loaded with uh, Creole food and uh, soul food, whatever yes, you want. To call it. I, I think so too. But if some of it is just way too greasy or too salty, or I you know, it's not like home will, cooking. Yeah, I don't think you will find that to be true of this place. Uh, they Great. they are you know, really uh, really solid. Good. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Anybody else have any other suggestions? Uh, soul food restaurants. Or Creole restaurants. Amanda is over here on the blue phone. Amanda? Amanda. Amanda? Hi. Um, Tom? Hi. Tom? Yes. Hi. Uh, listen, I think you'd better update about Praline Connection. First of all, it was located on Frenchman Street, and I do think it moved and they opened somewhere else, although I'm not sure. Somebody will phone up and, and let you know. Oh, no kidding. Well, yeah, you know, no this- kidding. This shows how hard it is to keep up with something and why I haven't published a restaurant guide in years. They go out of date too quickly. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Now, um, I want to remind you that when you and Marianne got married, lo, those many years ago, yeah. you, you served um, Spanish champagne at your reception. I believe it was Freshenay. Spanish, um, if that's uh, how it's I, pronounced, Freshenay. I, th- I, think, I think you are exactly right. We, we went through five cases of it. And, is it still and, drinkable? It I mean, is, oh, if I bought it today. <laughs> all of that, all of that is long gone. But I do have some wine from that night. I still have two bottles of the red. We had a red wine that was not Spanish. That was actually uh, California. Uh, no, but, but I mean, is is that freshenet still available and perch, you know, purchasable I, I have, around I town? I haven't had it in a long time. But yeah. there are so many other. Spanish sparkling wines, which are known as cava, C-A-V-A, cavas. Uh, yeah. And they, their price per uh, unit of goodness is totally out of whack. The price is very, very inexpensive, very well, good, well, low. Uh, I'm glad the, about the, that. The quality of the of the bubbly is terrific. I wouldn't hesitate for a second to get any Spanish uh, sparkling wine. Good stuff. Good. Well, I wanted to mention that in the Advocate there was a, I think, wonderful article about Prosecco, uh-huh. and there was a, a, a another distinct article about um, different kinds of champagne. So those who yeah. have their own newspapers around, cut those out. There you go. Uh, the um, it's interesting that you bring up the uh, the there, there was another uh, kind in there that you you mentioned just now. Oh, she's gone. Okay. Well. Two six zero six three six eight. Lil Lil Dizzy's. That's that's a that's a great one. 
a uh, little dizzy says on uh, that's the one on Esplanade. That's what I was getting goofed up by. Esplanade, uh, about a block off of uh, Claiborne Avenue. Yeah, they've been around a long time. Very good. Two six zero six three six. Oops, wait a minute. Stop. Oh, screech. Two six zero one eight seventy. And uh, let's see. Nobody on hold. Our program is sponsored today by Andrea's Restaurant. Andrea's is ready for New Year's Eve. They have a special dinner that they're putting together. $88 is what it's going to go for. It's a four-course dinner, a lot of choices. It does not hold back from serving some of the most expensive things off the regular menu, like their prime rib, for example. They're kind of famous for that. Also, lots of great seafood. And uh, like any other good Italian restaurant, they put pasta in the early courses, not as the main course. If you want it on the side, of course, he'll do it for you. Chef Andrea is famous for that, too, where if you ask him for something, if he can possibly do it, he will go back there and whip it up for you. No kidding. Anyway, uh, I'm sure that they are getting very close to being sold out because they always are. This is at Andrea's. They are uh, right across the uh, Causeway Boulevard from Lakeside Mall. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Their phone number is 834-8583. We're back. It's the food show. Uh, The lady who was on with us just a minute ago, she wanted to know if the bubbly uh, Spanish wine that we served at our wedding reception, my wife and I, uh, back years ago, when it was, believe me, $2.95 a bottle. Can Can you imagine uh, but we're talking about a quality product. It comes from Spain. That's the only reason it had the low price. Now, it, it, I just checked to make sure they were still in business and everything was cool. Their basic standard uh, sparkling wine that they make is uh, around $9 retail. And uh, $9, $10 retail. Uh, but that's, you know, 30 years ago, I got the two ninety-five price. So that's that. Is it the name of the winery is Freshenet or Frechenet? I've heard it pronounced a bunch of ways. Here's how to spell it: F R E I X E N E T. Freshenet is the 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 one that stands out in my mind the most. It was wonderful and and beautiful and outstanding. (laughs) Chef Andre is in my mind. Uh, It's the food show. Mark joins us over here on the green phone. Mark, welcome. Hey, thanks, Tom. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, update on uh, Prowling Connection. It moved from its Frenchman Street location to Decatur, close yeah. to the House of Blues. And no they kidding. are open now. That's good to know. When did this happen? Uh, very recently. I oh, drove okay. by there a couple of weeks ago, and they were closed up. So it was pretty uh, recent. They made the move pretty fast. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, well, I'm glad yeah. to hear that because uh, that's that to me is an important restaurant on the scene, and I would be hate I'd feel like I'm losing my grip if I didn't know what was going on with that. But if it just happened, that's how that goes. Well, thank it was you always for, packed for, uh, on yeah. Frenchman. Yeah. Uh, always, also, done, always good, always real good. Yeah, always good. Yeah. Uh, a good soul food place. Uh, the gentleman was asking about uh, Dunbar's on Earhart. Yeah, uh, uh, I've been there once. They were famous for their red beans and for fried chicken. Uh, fried chicken are probably more than anything else. But then again, fried chicken and red beans go together really, really well. They were so, uh, <laughs> really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And yeah, good catfish, I, too, over there. Uh huh. Yeah, that's uh, a new opening this year. 
One of the one of right. the best in, in the city, uh, I would say. It is good. Uh Nisha Kava, you were talking about. I used to get it for about six dollars a bottle. I understand it's up to around nine or ten now, but I got to tell you, yep. it's the best bargain in sparkling really wine is. that you can find. It, it's, it's really uh, good. Yeah, it's very consistent, and if nobody told you that it was not coming from France or California, uh, you would never know. It's always a very well-made wine. With uh, And it's also, the, the winery itself is very old. They go back to you know, uh-huh. 1,200 or something like that. Wow. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Tom, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too. See you. Happy New Year. This is Tom Fitzmaurice, 260-6368. Oops, I did it again. I don't know. I'm, I'm a, that part of my brain is getting out of control here. Uh, see, the deal is all week long I'm on a different station with a different phone number, and I'm so uh, used to just spitting that number out that I, I goof it up sometimes. I'm not as um, not as far off as I, as I may seem. 260-1870 is our telephone number. We'd love to talk with you about anything. What's been eating you? What have you been eating? Any of those things. And if you're looking for a restaurant that serves something or other, call us up. We just did it for about seven or eight different people in the show so far today. So plenty more where that came from. Our program today is sponsored by, let's see here, who's who's next? Uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. We talked about it earlier and how in uh, recent years particularly they have improved on the quality of their hamburger, which is what they set out to do from day one. But uh, something that came later was uh, seafood, and they were taking a a simple approach to it. It was going to be mostly fried seafood. Since then, they have expanded that quite a bit. They have a really good barbecue shrimp version over there, and it's very inexpensive. Good quality, fresh shrimp, great sauce. Try that. They'll do it as a poor boy, but they they serve it a couple of other ways as well. But they also, uh, getting back to the main part of the menu uh, over there, uh, you will uh, find uh, the, the fried seafood has that quality that at least I look for in fried seafood, and that is very light in color. It tells you a lot right off the bat, you know, like a bright yellow, a little tinge of orange in it, and uh, crispy, greaseless, and never with any kind of murky flavors that seem to suggest that the uh, that maybe that oil has been in the in the freezer for the uh, 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 fryer uh, longer than it should have been. Well, uh, uh, over there at New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, if they look down and they see even a tiny degree of darkening of the oil, they stop everything, they either strain the oil or they put a, new, a whole new batch in there, usually the second of the two. And they, the temperature is right up there, and they get it in, they get it out right away. It comes to the table just perfect, not soggy, no, no other problems. It's just really good fried seafood and all the other things that are on their menu at all the many locations of the... New Orleans uh, Hamburger and Seafood Company, they're all over the place. Uh, if you haven't been lately, go. They're really always getting better, that place. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. What? What did you? Suzanne is over here. Suzanne is the name of the lady who married my son. I'm sure there's no connection. Suzanne, you there? 
Suzanne? I guess she's not. Suzanne, call us back, would you? Okay, can you hear me? No, 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 there we go. We got you now. Hi, come on in. Uh, Okay, I was referring to Eddie's at that place. I know that was opened a long time ago, but I haven't heard since. Uh, Do you know if they're still open? Oh, no, they're long gone. And, in fact, the guy who owns uh, the little, um, what, what was the name of that one? Anyway, the place on Esplanade just off of South Carol, uh, uh, of uh, Claiborne, uh, that's his son. But Eddie is long okay. gone. And uh, he was on I the show, so. though, I mean, a long time ago. But he was a great guy, and that was a wonderful restaurant. Okay, and I have one more question to ask. Sure. You were, uh, you mentioned something about do you, should a person have a right to ask for a particular table? Uh-huh. Oh, my question is... How do you feel about asking for a particular waiter or waitress? Oh, I, I think that's a very important thing, and most restaurants re- realize that this is something that people dine out to do, to uh, to have somebody reliable sort of to be their host and to bring the food and just, you know, this makes the experience better, and it makes them more likely to come back again. So uh, restaurants really encourage that. Uh Okay, because I tried to do that recently. I'm not going to name the place unless it's okay to. But uh, I had a big group of people from work, and they Mm -hmm. said, no, you're sitting in a section where this person works. So it didn't work out. But I really wanted that waitress. Wait, oh, yeah. Well, uh, it it bears – did you have a reservation? No. Well, yes, I did, actually. I told them like two days before. That the yeah. group was coming, and it was maybe 10 of us from, from work. Yeah, they so. probably, I mean, just to get the food out, they would probably put one or two more people beside the one that you wanted there. And maybe they yeah. didn't have the ability to, to move all those people around, you know, on a, you know, big crowds. Well, that's not a crowd exactly, but but large parties, more than six people. You, you mm-hmm. would think that the restaurant would say, boy, they've got to be really happy about getting that group in there. In fact, they, it drives them nuts. What restaurants would prefer is that everybody would come in as one of a table of four. If if everybody, that would make the restaurant business a much happier place is if you it was a four top or nothing. <laughs> because yeah, it just, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> All the all the energies kind of work in that cycle, and it, everything is more is, is just goes off better if that's the case. Yes. Well, thank you, Tom. You answered my question, and have a very happy New Year. You too. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. It's the Food Show. Brett, Brett, come on in. Welcome to the Food Show. Hey, how are you doing, Tom? I'm doing well. You know, it's for for an old guy. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm calling to see if you uh, have ever been to the Blue Bayou uh, restaurant there in uh, at the Silver Slipper Casino. Uh, no, I'm not much on casinos. I've never been no. to one. In fact, it's supposedly uh, their finer restaurant in the uh, well. That, in the that's casino, what I've heard. You know, uh, about the closest I've come. Let's see the uh, that that really fancy one that's in Biloxi. Uh, oh, what's their name? It shows how much of time I've spent there. Uh, there's a, a restaurant in there that I thought was pretty good, but other than that, uh, uh, I can't, I, I'm sorry, that's that's off my beat. 
I'll tell you what. Let's put the word no. out, though. Maybe somebody listening but, to oh. us will don't. Yeah, it's just I, I just no, I, I would not put the word out right now because their uh, it, the quality of their food has definitely gone down. I don't know if they have a new chef or whatnot. That's why I was calling that. Well, this happens. Know of anything. Yeah. yeah. It could be a seasonal thing, too. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for calling. Lou is over here. Lou, welcome. Hey, Lou, is that you? Yeah, this is Lou. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, come on Hi, in. Tom. What's up? Hey, I'm a New Orleans native that moved back here about three years ago, but I'm on the North Shore now. And I'd like to know about Pardo's. Is that a pretty good restaurant or what? It- it really is, I think, a really terrific restaurant. At uh, one point, it was up to my five-star rating. Uh, they really? recently, yeah, they recently moved to their original location, which was over there by all of those that huge shopping mall over there. Uh, it was right across the highway from that. Uh, but their lease ran out, or they they had a, a problem with the lease, or something having to do with the lease. And so they renovated a house in Mandeville. Actually, it was it was a store, but it was a kind of a grubby little old building. And it, and when they, he told me he was going to move there, I said, "Boy, you ought to rethink that. That that place is nothing." But he went in there, did a fantastic renovation of the place. It's really gorgeous, and uh, he he's got his the same menu he was doing at the old place. But when you open up a restaurant that used to be in another location it's like opening up a brand new restaurant and to me they they still are working through the initial problems that brand new restaurants always do but i don't expect that to go on long because this is a guy who worked for emerald for a long time he worked in the commander's palace gang for a long time and uh, really knows what he's doing very sharp uh, businessman and i expect it's going to get up to its uh, former glory but I do think it's a very good restaurant now. It's not as good as it, it used to be, but that's only temporary. Well, Tom, I really appreciate your input, and I really appreciate your show. I'm an old buzzard that grew up <laughs> in New Orleans in the Ninth Ward, and I yeah. you went to Jesuit. I went to De La Salle. We used to dye chickens blue and kick them around City Park yeah. Stadium. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I really appreciate your show, and thank you so much for the information on Pardos. I'm, uh, well, there you go. I'll probably, be, I'll probably be calling you back some more about other restaurants because uh, we're just back here now about three years. Yeah. My wife, she's from Washington State, doesn't know anything about food, thinks, you know, like yeah. pumpkin seeds are great. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know, most, most women I have found um, – they might not know much about food, but here's what they do know about you, and that is you're wrong. No, no. <laughs> we will come back with more of the food show and, and find out just how much trouble I'm in. Uh, but first, if you will, this. Hello there. You are listening to the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Let's see who's on hold here. Here's Thomas. Yeah, this is Tom Jenkins and Pots, too. I'm here, buddy. How are oh, you doing? Well, I'm glad you are, and thank you for calling. What's well, up? Thank you so much. Uh, my champagne would be M&R Assis Pumani. I hadn't had it in years, but uh, I always thought it was a nice, sweet champagne and stuff. Yeah, champagne, uh, uh, well, it's 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 Span- it's uh, Italian, and a lot of people love it. Boy, it's too too uh, sweet for me, but a lot of oh, people come on. love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, too my sweet for real me. champagne is Budweiser, but uh, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, well. 
There you but uh, I enjoy your show and stuff, but uh, you're making me hungry. Yeah. I live in Punxsutawney, and you're naming all these restaurants in yeah. New Orleans, and I really don't want to drive to New Orleans, so now you got me yeah. wanting to run up to Rouse's, up the road, and cook something tonight. Uh, you know, uh, it's getting to the point where uh, when I first started writing about this, I had it in my head that we could cover the whole scene by reviewing 100 restaurants. But oh, what yeah. we have now is, you know, in Ponchatoula and in Hammond and, uh, you know, all, all along the way to Baton Rouge, the the food scene has been blowing up over there. I mean, there's oh, all kinds of places crazy. opening going up. Crazy. You, and, and I can't keep up with it, to tell you the truth. I mean, oh, I know. Uh, oh, I know. Too hey, much. I, I'm, I'm 65. I cook all the time. All well, my I'm your big brother, cooks. then, if you're 65. So, uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, hey, you probably are. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I still love to cook and uh, – but, uh, yeah, your show is really good, and all them people talking well, about uh, alligator well, salt. I, and uh, and I'm running and out of time, uh, but the, and, uh, but I thank you for calling. Happy New Year. And uh, Linda joins us over here on the blue phone. Linda. Hi, Tom. Hi there. Thank you for calling. I was going to ask um, about Bobby Abear's restaurant. Uh, Bobby Abear's restaurant is... Yeah. Um, Cajun Carrot, yeah, uh, the Cajun Cannon. Uh, that, that's that's his place, all right. Um, it's a jumping place. It's it's noisy. The, most of the customers are younger than I am, but then again, that doesn't take much. And uh, I found some of their food to be pretty good, and some of their food to be uh, just out of whack, just like too rich, too loaded with uh, with big big flavors that bounce against one another and wind up being a little. Uh, goofy. Uh, it's not a place I'd want to eat in every day, but it's not terrible, and uh, it, it does have a good scene going on. And I can imagine younger people going there and, you know, like maybe eight at a time and just enjoying the evening and having a great time. It's it's better than the con- the same kind of restaurant that we had, say, 30 years ago. So we're making progress. So I should just stick with my own family and home cook Cajun. I don't know. know. If if you're curious about it, I think if you're curious about a restaurant, it's always worthwhile to give it a shot. No, I I would never tell anybody, don't ever go in that restaurant. You know, who knows? It might be the perfect kind of restaurant for you because we're all different. But anyway, well, nice talking to you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Um, 260. Um, oh, I'm what? Jerry, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Nice hearing from you. Good. Hey, um, there's a place that opened up on Jefferson Highway, and, and I got some boudin there, Bajeron, boudin, and Cajun meats. You familiar with that place? I, I know about it, but I've never gone there, and everybody who has ever called me about it says it's really good. Did you think so? Yeah, I thought it was fabulous. It's the best boudin I think I've, I've eaten. Now, they got the yeah. Bajeron's original one in Port Allen, and yeah. um, this place just opened, and I understand it's the same, same um, it's like a franchise. So yeah. I, I didn't know yeah. if anybody else was familiar with it because um, – I've been driving to Port Allen for years to get that boudin over there, and I just kind of wanted to let it be known that we got one over there in Harahan that um, I think it's the same stuff. So yeah. I just this wanted to on, pass that. Is this, on, uh, is this on Jefferson Highway in Harahan? 
Yes, sir. Sure yeah. is. Um, right by the bowling alley over there. Oh, okay. Well, everything's around there, so that's perfect. Great. Well, next time yeah, I'm I that just... way, uh, I'm, I'll try it out. Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, and you have a happy new year. Yeah, you too. Thank you for calling. We will come back with more of the food show after first, please. The Big 870 WWL and WWL 105.3 FM. This is Tom Fitzmorris. And, boy, we've had a busy show today covering a lot of ground. You know, it's been really rolling right along. Uh, at the moment, I finish up uh, or come close to it. You can still call us. I think we still have a little bit of time. Uh, but first, please, a word from our sponsor today. It's been Paran's Poor Boys. Paran's has been around since 1975. That's a good ways now, getting up there. The guy who uh, started it is a guy I went to high school with. I, and uh, he and I were talking, and I knew uh, he, he uh, was very big on his Italian background, and we were talking about how Italians do such great food. But he wound up opening up a restaurant that was not Italian. It was a, a New Orleans Poor Boy place, although they do have some Italian touches to it. There is a poor boy there they call a, a, an Italian poor boy. Here's how they make it. They take the French bread, they cut it from end to end, they put some mozzarella cheese on there, and then some red sauce, and then uh, Italian sausage. Or you can get it done with sliced meatballs uh, and even uh, like a, a veal, like a panade veal. And then they put it all back together again with more mozzarella cheese and more red sauce. Stick it in the oven. Let it toast a little while. It comes out. This is delicious. It's just great. And it's also very filling as what Poor Boy's Sandwich doesn't uh, do that to you. All of this is at Paran's Poor Boy's. It's at their original location on uh, in Metairie. Uh, 3939 Veterans Highway near Cleary. But they also have a location, very nice-looking restaurant. This one is in uh, Kenner on West Esplanade just off of Williams Boulevard. And lately they opened up an uptown location on Britannia Street just off of um, Upper Line. And uh, all of these are the, uh, the the wonderful local restaurant where they cook everything in-house. It's Paran's Poor Boys. They're open every day except on Sunday. They'd love to have you come in. By the way, they stay open all afternoon, so you don't have to ever worry about whether you're too late or too early for a reservation. Cleon is waiting on hold, and uh, let's fix that. Uh, Cleon, is that you there? Yes. Can you tell me where I can find a one-teaspoon scoop or disher with a bail release? Um, Is Care or Lots still open? Uh, they are not open for today. The, biz- the business is still there, but they close at, uh, I think, 1 in the afternoon on uh, on Saturdays. Both of them? Uh, Both there and lots? I, uh, lots, I don't know what the hours are over there. I know a parent, uh, the other one we were talking about, uh, th- that they close midday. You know? oh, I just wondered if all right. And do you know if it's even possible for me to find anything as small as a one-teaspoon disher? Uh, I, it's possible. Uh, have you tried a place like Bed Bath and Beyond, or a, I know they yeah, have lots Oxo, the smallest of... that, that, that they make is a two teaspoon. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, God, I don't know. Okay. What What are you What are you using that for? That's pretty exotic. I make <laughs> cookies. <laughs> cookies. Well, that that, ex- yeah. that explains it. Okay. Well, I, I well, wish I'll I had an answer for you. Uh, yeah, I wish we had more time, but we're, we've run out of that too. 
on FM, on HD, on Skywave, and online. This is WWL Radio New Orleans and WWL FM HD1, Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next over most of these same frequencies. Oh, no, no, it's our year in review program coming up uh, next, I think. Yeah, talk to you uh, whenever we get to it, maybe Monday. 